0: My name is John Petty, and I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Growing Up in Flip-Flops. Today's episode, I've entitled The Key. When I was in fourth grade, I was transferred to another elementary school, so my career of skipping classes and going to spring training games was effectively over. The outstanding feature of this new elementary school was it was a block from the former home of my hometown's probably most famous resident, Thomas Edison. Mr. Edison had wintered in the town from the late 1880s all the way up until his death in the early 1930s. He had also, in the town, built um, not only his winter home, but a complete laboratory where he also did work. Following his death, his wife had deeded the Edison, what we called the Edison estate, to the city, and it became a tourist attraction. Beyond simply the fact that it was the former home of probably one of the greatest inventors in America's history, the other attraction of the property were the gardens. Mr. Edison in the day had collected all types of of plants from around the world and used them in experiments in his laboratory to find out if there were other uses that could be derived from these plants. It is to this day quite an incredible uh, place to visit and very very beautiful. Since this was one of the year-round attractions in the town, my mother had taken my sister and I on one of the tours of the Edison Estate and Laboratory. For a young boy, this was really fascinating. But it was something that you couldn't get into without paid admission. And seeing everything, because it was a historic site, there were cordons that you basically just kind of walked down a hallway and looked in the laboratory just at all the beakers and lab tables and everything like that. And really couldn't touch anything. It, everything was uh, behind a cordon and out of bounds. And one other very important fact the laboratory was on one side of a street, and the Edison home was on the other. When the tours went by, there was a stoplight, a pedestrian stoplight, that the tour guide had a key to unlock a box and could work the light and stop traffic. I'll come back to that point in a little bit. One of the greatest honors that a fifth or sixth grader could get at my elementary school was being selected by your teachers to be a member of school safety patrol. For those of you who don't know, school safety patrol were kids that performed the function, what is now done in a lot of school districts, by retirees as a school crossing guard. At least in my town, we did not have signs that we stepped out into traffic and told cars to stop or anything like that. We were able to work stoplights. And at an intersection, there was a, a mechanism that you could control the stoplight. You'd been trained by one of the teachers on how to do this, and you had a little sash, a fluorescent plastic sash that you wore with a little badge on it, and you performed what is now done by school crossing guards. I don't know how many schools are still allowing fifth and sixth graders to do this in the light of a very litigious society and potential liability, but there we were doing it kids that were chosen for school safety patrol could basically put in which intersections they wanted to work. The bigger intersections were the, I would say, more prestigious as it was to a fifth or sixth grader. But I knew which one I wanted. I wanted the light that controlled the crosswalk on the Edison estate. I thought that was neat. And... I had ulterior motives. You got the key that worked that light, which tour guides used to guide their tours from one side of the estate over to the laboratories and back and forth. Well, when I was assigned the light on the Edison estate, I felt I had hit the jackpot. I now had the key that got me in the gate of the fence that surrounded the Edison estate but also opened the box for the light control. Well there would be times where I would be there wasn't going to be anything going on so I had the key and naturally being a naturally curious little fifth or sixth grader I went and tried the key in other locks. Lo and behold it was a master key. I was able to gain entrance to the building that had the Edison laboratory. So what did I do? I went in. I will tell you I had been raised by my mother with a reverence for Mr. Edison. One of my father's business partners had been a friend of Mr. Edison Uh, And I had been told that my father had known Mr. Edison before his death there in town. So I had been raised with a respect for Mr. Edison. Well, now I was in the lab. I didn't have any adults holding me back saying, oh, you can't look at this, or you can't go past that cordon. I went past the cordon. I went all through that lab looking at things. I will tell you, based on my mother's uh, instructions whenever we visited one of her friends' house, that I basically was told to sit on my hands and not touch anything. Now, I did go behind the cordons. I didn't touch anything, based on instruction that I have gotten many, many times. But now I got to see stuff up close. It was fascinating. I will tell you, I didn't take anything. I never touched anything, but I got to go behind the cordon. And I did this on multiple occasions. Well, I was curious if the key worked the lock at the gate, it worked the lock on the cover that controlled the stoplight between the house and the laboratory, would the key work at the actual Edison home? I determined one day I was going to try and find out. I went over and guess what? It worked. I got into the Edison home. I went all through that house. Now, on the tours, you were just left out on the veranda and they would have open French doors that you could look at the living room or whatever. And you never stepped into the rooms. I got in the rooms. Again, just like when I went through the lab, I never touched anything. I never stole anything. I obviously knew I did not want to deal with my mother finding out I had stolen something. So just as a curious kid, I went through this entire house. I saw everything. I went through the various rooms. It was just absolutely amazing to me. Now, I never, ever divulged or told anybody that I had done this because I knew that if a teacher found out what I was doing, I'd be pulled off the duty at the Edison home and probably kicked out of school safety patrol. I didn't want either of those to happen. This was my little secret, and it was something that I did multiple times Obviously, uh, I was there in the in the early mornings, so no workers at the estate had yet arrived. I never did this in the afternoons when school let out, because obviously there were adults and workers and tourists and everybody around. So this was an early morning uh, activity that I had. I didn't do it every day, but I'd be curious about something. And, well, I hadn't seen that area of the house, or I hadn't seen that area of the laboratory, but I saw it all. This was my secret. In later years, in my adult life, I took my son, who was in fifth or sixth grade at the time, and I thought he really needed to see the Edison estate. Well, I signed up like a regular tourist, and we went on the guided tour led by some guy who had recently retired from New Jersey or somewhere else. I intentionally had my son and I linger toward the back of the crowd, and as we walked through the gardens and toward the house, I was pointing out things to my son that the tour guide wasn't mentioning. Eventually we got to the house and I had my son at some point, we're in the back, I had him lay on the ground on his back looking up into the living room of the Edison home and I was telling him to look for something and pointing out things that were in the house that you could not see from just standing looking around. There were other members of the tour group that saw me directing my son to lay on his back and look for things, and I was pointing out things, and they eventually stopped listening to the tour guide and were listening to me pointing out things that the tour guide completely was missing, and not all the things you had to lay on your back and look up at the ceiling of the room to to see. I eventually told people, no, you need to listen to the tour guide. He'll point out things. I'm just telling some things to my son. A couple years ago, a high school classmate of mine became executive director of the Edison Estates. It now includes Henry Ford's home. Ford and Edison were friends, and Ford... Purchased property and built a home directly next door to Edison's home. It didn't become part of the attraction until about 1990 when the private owners of the Ford home sold it to the city and it now became a complete attraction with both the Ford and the Edison homes that you can now tour. Well, I wanted my grandchildren to see this. And my former classmate accompanied us as the whole family walked the grounds. I felt at some point that I wanted to come clean on my past explorations of the home and laboratory. And I told him exactly what I'm telling you now. And he just looked at me and just laughed, saying, only you would have thought to try this and do this and not touch anything and thanked me for telling him the story. I hope you enjoyed it too. And I hope you never ever underestimate the curiosity of a young child. You give them a key, they're going to put that into every lock possible. I hope you enjoyed the story. And I'll be back next week.